Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Welcome to the dumbest part of your day. This is Common Man and T-Bone. We get in the next day and someone say, do you guys remember when you were talking about this? And I'll say, absolutely not. I have no clue what we talked about yesterday. I've forgotten it almost as soon as I've said it. I think that's a perk. That's a plus. Because if I remembered how stupid I was every day, I probably wouldn't come in here and do this for more than a week. Good news. I remember how stupid you are. I know. I know you do. Thank you. And the listeners do too. And somehow yet they still keep coming back. I appreciate it. Featuring Panama Ted. Shut up, Ted! Five minute delays with Leanna Ray. You guys like Bjork? And random sounds from the internet. Yes, sir! Shavaka do! You wanna sack? The guy is drunk! Watch your profanity. Would you not eat my pants? This is Man and Bone. Happy weekend. Welcome in. Hello, Bone. Hello, man. Today is the podcast-only edition of the weekend show because we have, you know, Buckeye football early coverage today. Right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, 6.30 in the morning is what time yeah. that is. Yeah, two straight weeks of noon games. Yeah, because so. next week's a nooner yes. against mm-hmm. Penn State. Oh, yeah, look Where at the that. Buckeyes will put up 600 total yards of rushing. <sighs> Just rushing. Yeah. How you I doing, know. Boner? That's what's going to happen next week. This week, I don't know if they'll put up that much rushing, but uh, good news, if they score any points whatsoever, they should be able to beat Iowa. Over under total yards for Iowa. I'm going to put it at 200. Over under. I will say over no. only. No, 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 no. I will say over only because someone can accidentally fall down and then one guy can run away for a minute. Let me tell you who the it. best player is. On Iowa's offense. Go ahead. Nick Blankenberg. <laughs> That's the right. Firing blanks. That's what I heard yesterday. Was that the call? Yeah, it was the It doesn't call. make any sense. Doesn't, no, it doesn't. He, he's firing it. blanks means he's not firing anything. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Okay. Hi, Ted. Hello. What's coming up on the show today? Well, this week it was all about Bone. We chatted about how he's become a big star. Oh, jeez. Yep. He's been newspaper, in newspapers, gala, running 5Ks. Oh, I oh, forgot about God. that. Yeah, yeah, that was all God. this week. Yeah, absolutely. And we discovered that you have a gift closet, common man. Must gift, be, gift must, shelf. Must be nice. I know. It got modified well, after gifts, you said They're it. gifts for other people. No, but not I'm just saying, me. I don't have a whole closet dedicated to gift giving. Well, you just don't love your friends and family like I do. <laughs> Apparently not. That's right. We had our regular Wild Card Wednesday fun. We also discovered a haunted house that has a sexual predator in it. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Forgot about that. Mm. But, it's, but Leanna said she would enjoy it. I don't think maybe it's not Leanna a predator. said that she no, would wait, sexually assault the it's ghost. A, it's not necessarily a predator. It is just a ghost that is sexual. We don't know if it's predatory or if it's just a sexual ghost. Okay. Right? Yeah, I, mean, I don't fair know. Enough, fair enough. If, if, like, no one has said in that article, hey, ghost, stop leering at me. The ghost might have been like, I'm so sorry. You're right. I apologize. That is disrespectful. And then. Well, also. Maybe it was polite after that. If this is a ghost who lived 100 years ago. Social norms. Is it fair to ex- expect that he 
is in 2022 state of mind no, when he's trying to hit not. on women. Right. Yeah. And right. Dateline hasn't showed up yet, right? So yeah, My, the, the Dateline episode. Well, I'm just saying the most <laughs> progressive person from like the 1920s could still be kind of like a stick in the mud today comparatively. Yeah. That might be, you're right. That's a fair point. Well, yeah, I, you know, I, I would assume a hundred years ago it was perfectly acceptable to walk up to somebody at the market yeah. and compliment their teas, maybe give a little grab. <laughs> their teeth. And their Of egg. course. <laughs> You have all of your teeth. Congratulations. You, I say. Well, that would be a turnout. I'm, <laughs> right, sure. I'm sure it was. <laughs> Who's your oral care specialist? <laughs> I'm Jeff Rimmer. <laughs> I'm obsessed with good choppers. Rimmer's like, have you heard of this National Hockey League? I feel like it's got a future. I would love to lick your chiclets. <laughs> All right, sorry, Ted. What else do you have? Uh, also, the the Queen stopped by and blessed Whoa. us with her presence That's because right. there's a lot of stuff going on over in England, and she had a stuff. comment on that. Yeah, she possessed me. Common Man and T Bone Weekend starts now. Common Man and T Bone Weekend. I only listen to things on like one and a half speed. Usually, it's audiobooks that I'm struggling. Joe Namath style to get through. Maybe people are struggling to get through this well, show. Well, that's what I'm saying. So when I hear someone say, oh, I do it at like speed and a half or, you know, time and a half or two times the speed, I feel like, oh, you just, you know, there's something in here, but you didn't want to listen to a bunch of the crap we were saying, but that's fine. That's fine Look, I, too. I know that people are, are busy, but I've always thought of this as sort of like a leisure activity. It's not something you have to get through. Right. It's something well, you enjoy partaking in. Well, here's the, here's the thing. If, and I appreciate this, too. There are people who want to listen to every second of each show we do each week. And that means so much to us. And I get it. You're like, well, I only have about an hour and a half a day where I'm in a car right, or I'm at the it. gym or wherever you listen. This is why you should neglect your family and your job. <laughs> yes, that's that's what we do. That's how we do this radio show. We completely neglect everything. Including my health. Oh. Although you, well, I that's, tell you. I don't Look know about you. That. How many how many what. pounds are you down now? I'm a, I'm down 102. We're just we're just kind of cruising along. But yeah, you know, I'm trying. I'm focusing on the running, trying to get that strength built up a little bit. That's I'm, been I, fun. I, what I'm. What I'd like to point out to all the people out there is, I know you're not going to know what the hell this means, but we know what this means. We pull 25 shares on this show. All right. Yes. That's yes. That's we right. we pull big ratings on this show. At no point. Has the dispatch called up and said, you know what? We want to do a story on this show that's been on for a long time and continues to get great ratings. They only call and want to do articles when Fatty McButterpants over here loses 100 pounds. I appreciate, by the way, the dispatch doing that. That was very nice of them. They wrote an article about my weight loss. Stuff. I didn't read it. Was it good? It was nice. It was very did you pleasant. Mention me? I absolutely made 100% sure to say nothing about you. I'm sure you did. In the entire article, I did not want to ruin my perilous streak of every time I get interviewed about our show, I don't mention you at all. I wanted to make sure that so we're two for two now on articles I've done where I didn't bring your name up. But yeah, uh, so I don't know what's next for that, but we're just going to keep on going. That's what I say. Going to keep on going. Are we talking about the thing you're doing this week too, or is that a secret? Oh, yeah, that's uh, that's a thing that's just <laughs> – I just got asked yesterday, and I'm very humbled by this. It's a very nice thing, but it's very unexpected. I've been asked to apparently MC a gala for, like, health and fitness things that's, like, happening Thursday. Again. This, out of nowhere. Again. Out of nowhere. 25 share. No one's calling about a gala. And it's not you even, shut your pie hole for a couple months. Now you're hosting a gala. And by the way, I don't 
I'm not disparaging this group I'm about to say. It's not it's not like Weight Watchers called me, no offense to them. It's not like I got like a company that called me and said, "Hey, we're having a little dinner." Medical professionals who who are raising funds to do real research to help people with metabolic issues and diabetes and this stuff. And you're you're the they host said, now. Come on out and you be the guy now, let me ask you that starts us off. And I said, well, because I'm not a doctor. Well, what do you I, want I, me let, for? Let me ask you, though, because you, you've done great work here, losing 100 pounds. Well, I, all right. But you're still a rotund guy. I'm a fat I'm not, guy. I'm not, yes. I'm not breaking news. This is the thing. Don't do they, get do they false know, expectations. That's what I mean. Do they know what you actually look no, like? No. I don't know that they do. Because that's, maybe they just heard radio guy lost 100 pounds, <laughs> and then you walk on the stage, and they're like, where is he coming? <laughs> is, is this the before? Are you going to take off your fat suit now, Clump? That's the thing, right? Is when you have a lot of weight to lose. When do you turn into Buddy Love? You know what's funny, though? Like, and it's fine. I appreciate all the attention it's getting, but it is funny that if you lose 95 pounds, there are people who will go like, oh, that's that's really good. If you say you lose 100 pounds, they're like, throw triple digits, and it it's only five pounds five more. Five pounds difference. But, that's yeah. A good, that's a healthy crap. Right. Right. So all I'm telling you is, if you, whatever you're trying to do, if you are trying to do the exercise stuff, don't focus on the number because that just focus on doing the thing every you day. Know what, whatever what you're doing, me, go focus on doing the thing Again, every day. You're, you're, you deserve the recognition. I'll, I'm the first one to give you the recognition. Okay. And you know how much that pains me because I, I don't know. want anybody I know to have success because <laughs> it just deepens do, my depression. I, I do know That's that. That's a me problem. I I'm understand sorry. that. I'm sorry but for We're talking about that. inclusivity, right? And hey. She's in yes. leotard playing a flute. I have gained more weight this year than I ever have in my entire life. Why aren't you writing articles on that? You're right. Write That's... an article on that. Hey, by the way, I just want to say this. And, and again, because that is a good point you bring up, though. A lot of people focus on the weight loss part of it. It's not weight loss for me. I, I'm not trying to sound like super sappy on this. It is about just like being healthier, not healthy, healthier. Mental health, like you've talked about. You talking about that here has helped me decide I'm going to go look at my mental health and try to take some control Stop of that. It. I don't want this no, to get real. That started We're having a good superficial moment. And now I'm you're just making saying it real. that started the stuff. Like I didn't get to the point where I could do some did of this. Did you mention stuff. that in the article? How it was all my doing? I did. <laughs> did you mention that? No. I mentioned mental you, health. You didn't mention anything I mentioned about mental me. health. Well, I didn't want to mention you. Why didn't you mention that I have an ultrasound on my liver a couple months ago? <laughs> I didn't. I gotta tell that. you, I'm doing great. That's, He's doing terrible. You took Go control. talk to him. No, he took control. You went and got an ultrasound. That's I didn't good. Take control. My yeah. doctor said you have to go get the ultrasound. So you I listened have, to her. You could have ignored her. I, I could have. Could have just right. said you don't listen to the show. I'm not getting the ultrasound. Screw you. No, she did listen to oh, the show. Oh, that's right. I, I told you. She listened and so was I've like, had this, eh. I've had this doctor for a while, and she's aware of what I do for a living. And she said to me not too long ago, you know, I'm, I'm embarrassed to say I've never listened to the show. And I said, well, that's okay. It doesn't. No, she goes, I'm going to listen. I'm going to listen to it. And next time you come in for your follow-up appointment, I'm going to listen to it, and I'm going to tell you what I think. I said, okay. I mean, I don't really care what she thinks, but whatever. Yeah, right. It's nice. Whatever. So I, I go back in for the follow-up appointment. The entire appointment goes by. Doesn't say anything. And I said at the end, I said, so did you, did you get a chance to listen to the show? And she said, yes, I did. And? Beat. Yes, I did. It was good. When you repeat yourself <laughs> twice before you get to the actual thing, right? it's all I have to hear. And that's okay. It's not her cup of tea. It's not everybody's cup of tea. But you know what? 25 share. Well, 
write an article on that bastard. <laughs> well, that's the thing that terrifies me though. Cause now I'm signed up to do this thing Thursday and I'm, I'm talking to like a doctor at Ohio state and they're like, yeah, come on down and you're going to be in front of a room full of other like people who, you know, are researching this stuff. Oh, so these are it. people with advanced degrees. Yes. And then you, and then you I, have no degree. I'm like, I came here for 12 seconds and was like, I don't think I can cut it here. I failed art history at Ohio, like entry level art history. I failed when I went there. How did you fail it? You just didn't go. I just didn't. I didn't care. I, I like went for the first because I thought it was going to be like, hey, which painter did this? Which painter did that? Like trivia. And instead they were like, first, let's look at Sumerian culture from 5000 well, BC. And I'm like, that's oh. what college and is, it was like, man. And it was like a rock kind of with like two little eye holes. And they're like, this represents a naked woman. And I was like, no, it does not. That's not doing anything for me, Doc. I'm sorry. That's not good. And the professor's like, no, this was their, like, this was the hottest body they could envision and carve out this little thing. And I was like, this is, this is nothing. This is a, no way. That's not, that's not art history. That's just you saying, here's the start. That's one thing. I want, I thought we were going to get into like, I don't know what, what's going on with the most recent stuff. Some of the more like, I'm sure they have those classes. You just didn't take that class. Well, I got bored. But instead of dropping it like a sane person, I kept going and being like, I really hate this. I didn't even know you could drop classes. What do you mean you didn't know you drop classes? When I was, I was my first class I ever went to in college. And I was like, well, I got to sign this. I guess I got to take it. And so I kept trying to go. And then I just kept failing everything. I dropped classes in high school. <laughs> you didn't go. That's what I said. That's not dropping right, a class. That's what I that's said just, to the guidance counselor. I said, I dropped that class. She said, you can't do that. You just stopped <laughs> going. This is a math credit you need to graduate high school. You're like, well, guess we're going to have to fudge those All numbers, right. huh? I, you know, when I look back on it, I have no idea how I graduated high school. I have oh, the no stories clue. you've told me about stuff you did. I have no clue. Did. We had like 14 absences that we were allowed every single semester. I took all 14. I never did any homework. Surgical with your absences. Oh, I was. How did you not do homework? You I just never, didn't turn I it in? I never did homework. No, I, I mean, I would do stuff, but I would always do it like at lunch or in study hall, half-assed. Did you guys have like a lot of open book quizzes or th- something that allowed you to kind of get away with it? Or I don't know how I don't. I remember shockingly little. If I were famous enough that I could, I have to write a memoir. I'd have to make it all up. Yeah, because I don't remember anything. I remember cheating a lot. Well, that that probably accounts. And for I it. remember making stuff up a lot. You'll be surprised, at least in my <laughs> school, how stupid the teachers were. Well, they would believe probably like no high school student is devious enough to actually come up with this as an excuse. I remember There's I took no a, way that's their I took excuse. a class and we were studying Egypt and we had to discuss, you know, the habits and the lifestyle of certain Egyptians. Okay. I just made it up. I made up how really? they used to play a game like it was like dodgeball, but they throw potatoes at each other. And it was this big, long thing that I just made up and I got a B on it. And I don't know if she was just so impressed with the fact that I spun this yarn out of my ass or if she didn't know it was made up and was just stupid and didn't care, was passed out and drunk and she just gave me a B. I have no idea how I passed it. Secret option C was get him the hell out of here. I'm passing this bastard and get him done. Then I I graduated. I don't know how I did. I've wondered that if there's just some teachers in 12th grade, they're like, you know what? He's someone else's problem in three months. Go ahead. Yep. And I, I, was that, I was that kid, too, later. where they, in science class, was like, time to dissect this frog. And I would say, why? 
Because <laughs> that's what we're doing today. Well, I don't want to do that. So I'll, I'll sit here and take the F. So mm. I did. I sat there. You I sat took the there? F. Why couldn't you just leave? If you, didn't, if you weren't going to do it, why would you have to sit there and watch everybody know. else? I sat there. I took gross. the F. I mean, if you didn't want to do it because it was, I assume because it's gross, right? Yeah, I don't want to do that. Yeah. Memorize the periodic table. Why? Man, I, I'm surprised. Like, I know your parents, lots of things, right? But one of the things that I could see them being frustrated with is like, I didn't want to do it. It's like, hey, good news. No one else does either. It's school. You got to go. I understand. You got to go I, do it. I was not mature enough at that point. Well, fair enough. I was not mature enough at that point to say, well, you know, this subject matter may not be interesting to me, but the process is what's important and building discipline and following through on something. My, my 15 year old brain was not equipped to handle that. By the way, if you are like anyone in high school level or below and you're listening to our show, please, number one, I'm sorry for what you're hearing, but I would just add those classes were like, this is stupid. This makes no sense. Why do I have to learn this? That's the point. Yes. They want your You're brain right. to hurt so that you will eventually learn how to figure out stuff that doesn't make sense. You're exactly it's not right. about learning trigonometry or whatever they're teaching you. It's about learning how to adjust. That's what will get you through I life. So try it. I was too stupid and lazy to do it. Common Man and T-Bone Weekend. Toy season's coming up. You know, right? You got people Toy season's buying, coming up. Buying for the holidays. Right. You got right. people buying. Did you already, I have you done any, uh, any shopping yet? You know I have. I figured you, you know had. I'm the earliest Christmas shopper You did ever. yours in June. Well, you know how I am. It's just all year round. If I see something that I think someone likes, I buy it. I put it in the gift closet. That's uh, must be nice. <laughs> a whole dedicated well, closet to the, gifts? The gift, no, well, the wow. gift closet has other crap in it, but there's I a little see. shelf area uh, I see. Okay. in a closet in the basement I that I just keep crap that I don't want that I'm going to give other people. Our house, we have a GIF closet, which is just a laptop full of animated GIFs or GIFs. Well, let me However tell you, you a little that. secret. A lot of the stuff in the gift closet, yeah. let's call it the gift shelf. Gift shall shelf. We? Yeah. Uh, they are gifts that I got. Oh. That I don't want. And oh. I, I plan on re-gifting. But. That's nice. Just to not have a bad situation. I always put a little post-it note. As to who gave, who gave me the it gift. to you, because you don't want to give it back to right, him. Right, so I don't want to give it back to him. That is good. That's if that's you wanted thinking. to screw up my life, you can go in that closet and change all the notes around. <laughs> that would screw up my life. Yeah, I bet it would. What a system you've got there. Because see, this is how I shop for Christmas. In our case, that's what we're shopping for. Uh, it is like a few, not a few weeks, somewhere between. Halloween and Christmas, the the shopping will be done. Usually in like two or three different bursts. We will get a few things. We will go back. We will get a few more things. Now you physically go to the store. You don't get it shipped to the house. Sometimes it's that. Sometimes it's online stuff. I learned my lesson on that. Oh? Because for some of the toys, Amazon will just put the box on your porch. Oh, with the, yeah, without there's any. No, there's no packaging. It's just there's Barbie Dreamhouse yeah, on the porch. It doesn't say anything like... Do you want this? Sometimes they'll say this comes in an unmarked brown box. And you're like, that's good. That's what I want. But sometimes they say it's in the product packaging and you have to be like, all right, no, I need that wrapped or something because that's going to be bad. All right. We have Guardians and Yankees this afternoon. The game was rained out last night. We were supposed to talk to Jason Stark today to break all of this down. We will instead talk to him tomorrow. Well, you're supposed to talk to him yesterday. and then But we pushed it. Pushed it to today. And we're going to push it again. Right. So we're just chasing this thing. He's very pissed off at me. Why is he pissed off at well, you? Oh, just because of know, this? I keep bumping him around. Well, you're not. I may have to dip in the dip uh, dip closet. Huh? The dip, gift dip in the closet dip. for him. Beamer's dipping in the dip closet. He's got one of those. You know what I have in there? Dip. Because I, I, I couldn't do it anymore. I shaved off the horrible beard. Yeah. I bought some brand new beard oil. 
and you don't even need not it. Not opened. Don't even need it now. It's in the gift closet. I uh, you know what? If you don't if know only anybody, I if you, knew someone with a beard. with a scraggly beard that could use a little beard oil. I'm just saying I I might know a few people. Main, so, mainly me people. All right. I can't give it to you now. I told you I have it. Yeah, you can. Maybe Teddy can. What do you mean? I'm going to turn it down? His pubes. I, don't I know. know. I, it doesn't have to be on the beard. <laughs> who wants it? Who wants those oiled up? Why not? I don't it's think you soft do. soft and fluffy down do there. You? Do you? I don't know what you want down there. I guess I've never thought of it. I've never thought of what the appropriate <laughs> why texture would, why is Why wouldn't down you there. want it fluffy? Well, I mean, you're right. I don't know. I just, I don't know what the appropriate if you, if texture is. you're going to have it. I mean, I can sure. understand if you just get rid of all of it. Right. I understand that. Scorched earth. I tried that once. And I don't have the patience to maintain, and growing back is a bitch. Can I ask a delicate question? I'll phrase it as delicately as I can. Did you go with an, like a, a any type of shaving apparatus, or did you uh, use like a Nair product? No, I, I didn't. Nair is very acidic. It, it, it eats away at the stuff. Yeah. It just so I thought putting that. Burns it out. Putting that by the coin purse. Mm-hmm. That'd be a problem. Seemed like a bad idea. I, yeah. I would think it's a bad idea. No, I used... Uh, Didn't I go used, for the wax option? I did two stages. Oh. I have a little grooming scissors. Just like NASCAR. Stage racing. So I trimmed it <laughs> down with the grooming scissors. <laughs> okay. Oh, all right. Yeah. And then I had a, a razor that I finished with. I did this once in my 20s. This is not a 40-year-old was this, activity. Was this like a... Was this... this not is to what drop I was a name still, brand. Was this a bick? Razor was this something like where you're no, actually doing Gillette. that? Or, oh no, but I mean, the, it, but I'm saying it wasn't like an electric razor. No, it was a, okay. It was an actual then razor. You went with a razor. This is what people do when new people are going to be looking at the parts. Now, yes. now that I've been married, if you do this and you're married for 15 years, you're a psychopath. You're crazy. Well, you know what? I don't. Whatever your relationship is, maybe uh, you know that's the thing. The problem that you don't think about is what if you meet the special person, the love of your life while you're married? No. <laughs> yes, that, that would also be a problem. Don't think about that either. No, I was saying, what if you meet the love of your life, but you are like, I don't know, just brand new pavement down there. You are paved and smooth. And then, you know, a couple years go by and the weeds start popping up and uh, you're not doing as much maintenance with the roundup, shall we say. Then what? Like enough, do you, that doesn't matter. Enough time has well, passed. Does it? Yes. There should be enough natural love there. We shouldn't care about what I, it looks like down there. Sure, but natural love, right? If Kristen one day walked in and was like, "Hi, I've just decided to go Sinead O'Connor upstairs here. I've just, you know, no more hair up top. Well, I decided, I decided for a, for a fashion statement, right. not for like a medical purpose. What am you, I? What am I going to do? You might, you might have registered. A, you might say, "Honey, I'd, I'd prefer something else if you would do that. Maybe not while we're married or something." I don't know. Who cares at this point? Yeah. Good well, for what, you. What am I going to do? Divorce her because well, she cuts her hair? Not, I would hope not. I'm just saying, you know, there are people that are shallow enough that would do that. And I'm saying oh, maybe that applies now, I'm downstairs. Not, I'm not saying to the extreme where Sinead O'Connor, but all women, once they reach a certain age, like my mother one day just said, I'm going to the beauty parlor because she's a million years old and that's what they call it. Mm. And I just, I have nice hair, but for some reason I would like to look like Rod Stewart for the rest of my life. <laughs> <laughs> and so now my mother has short, <laughs> spiky hair, like every woman in her seventies. Like all all women decide at some point, let me look like Dudley Moore. I was going to say we don't really talk enough about how Rod Stewart has influenced culture, women, but women's well, menopausal right. hair like care. hairstyles, but not not in the way you'd think. Not as many men go to the barbershop and like give me the Rod Stewart, but lots of women do. 
especially women who are like, yes, playing shuffleboard or something What's like that. What's the male equivalent of that? Women going to get all their hair cut off. What's oh, the, it's, what, it's what totally men. men it's men growing everything. It's like I'm never shaving again, honey, and I'm growing the hair out. I'm going to be like a Sasquatch. You right? know what I think it is for don't men? You, don't you think it is a I, little bit? I think it's eyebrows. There's no. a certain point. Have really? you ever seen an old guy with well-kept eyebrows? All right. They're out of control. But that's not, do Okay, again, this is different for everyone, I realize. I have not plucked an eyebrow my entire life. And maybe that shows. Maybe people see me and they're instantly like, yeah, no, 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 you have fine. I, I'm telling you. I'm saying you. like, I'm just saying if I turn 70 and my eyebrows go wildly out of control, I'm probably still not plucking them because I'm just like, well, I, well I've never done that. Go. But, but I'm saying if you, you don't regularly have to pluck, you could do a little electric shaver on there okay. and just even them out. I'm saying if I'm not plucking anything I, to your point, though, you're saying that there are a lot of married women in straight relationships who decide when they get to a certain age and they've had long hair their whole lives. They're like, no, now it's the Rod Stewart look. And I'm saying the male equivalent of that is more like, yeah, I used to shave my beard and keep that all either close or non-existent. I had a regular, like, you know, businessman type of haircut. And then one day you're like 40 and you're like, yeah, you know what? I'm itching and scratching everything. The beard's going to be, I'm, we're going Grizzly Adams. I think that's the, for a lot of, don't you think for a lot of wives, that's probably the same thing. It's like Maybe. my husband used to keep all this up. Now he's just letting it all go. Common Man and T-Bone Weekend. It is Wild Card Wednesday. Send in your wild card tweets at Man and Bone 971. Uh, yes, I've got, let's see here. Max says, my guys. Uh, Halloween coming and candy, of course, will be available too. What are each of your top three candy selections? Mine vary time to time, but I've got a current top three that I feel pretty good about. Go ahead, give it to me. I am always Reese's peanut butter cup, that's always, right. always there for me. And, and the shapes, I'd rather, well, I'd rather have the, the shapes. shapes. And that's Halloween, right? Because I, I think there's a better ratio. I agree, I agree. But if I can't find those, I will just take the cups. That's number one. Number two for me. Uh, is going to be peanut butter M and M's, which All I right. have. I have a type, and number three, a little bit of wild card itself, Fifth Avenue. I like a love. Fifth I Avenue. love the crunchy. Oh, and I'm so listen, you're you're a peanut flavored guy. Peanut like and chocolate me. together. Butterfinger used to be in Butterfinger that, changed their recipe. Well, you know what? It's not as good. I don't. I like the flakiness of a Fifth Ave compared to the Butterfinger. Is just. Whatever that's supposed to be in there, it's like rock hard now. It doesn't. It well, doesn't it flake. Shouldn't, it shouldn't be. I know, and and the crispiness is not there like it is with the Fifth Avenue. So I go for that. I don't have a problem with that. What are your top three? I mean, those are pretty pretty damn good. Oh, yeah, I, mean, I didn't know if you'd have like Reese's a, peanut butter product is always yeah. up there for me. Uh, I do like a a first take. Oh, first take. Or not is first good. take, take five. First I knew. take. Stephen A comes to your house and yells at you. <laughs> no, but when you said it, I knew instantly what you were talking five, about. Yeah. Although they, they scared Give me. me. Some chocolate, Patrick. <laughs> they scared me with take five not too long ago. Probably, I guess it's been probably a year or more. Well, they put where, the Reese's name on it. Yeah, which has always been made by them. But I walked in one day and I was like, there's no take five. And it was like, no, it's just in the yeah, orange they changed, wrapper. They changed the and branding. It's, yeah, but it's still all the same stuff. And oof, that is good. Uh, you throw a Skittles in there? You, no. Because I, mean, I, mean, I like Skittles, but I'm obviously all I chocolate. I like Skittles, too. I like some of the fruit stuff, like a Starburst, but chocolate always wins. Yep, I agree with that. Common Man and T-Bone Weekend. That's Wild Card Wednesday. Uh, let's see here. 
Uh, this is appropriate. Devin says, when you hear Cougar, do you think of Ricky Bobby in a race car or Lisa Ann? Or maybe a better way to phrase it. I think of John Mellencamp. Oh, secret option C. John Cougar Mellencamp. For what it's worth, when I hear the word cougar, I do think of the animal, not like a hot mom. Okay. I don't think of that for whatever When I hear worth. the word cougar, I just, in my head, I hear, here little ditty about Jack and Diane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Uh, let's see what else. Oh, Jeff, Jeff's Gentleman Sausage. I'm sorry. My guy. He says my guys. And then he says, if you had to work in the food industry as an owner-operator, what type of food would you serve? And would it be a brick and mortar or a food truck? No, I, I'd want a brick and mortar. Um, I've always liked the idea. I know nothing about restaurants, and I don't want to run one, and I don't want to lose any money. So that eliminates me from this. Got it. But if one day I hit the lottery and I just had money to burn, I'd like to open up like a little six or seven seater small Italian restaurant that's open for dinner where I could just essentially put what I want on the menu and walk around, talk to tables. Okay. That's what so, I, that's what I'd want to do. All right. That's interesting. I'll, I'll go a little off the board. I would, I've always thought a pizza place would be cool, but I mean, that's just cause I like pizza. And I, again, this is not my culture. I do not make these at home, but if I could invest in or help be a part of a restaurant that does like dumplings, I love like the the dumplings that you get, like pot stickers, all that. I love that stuff. Oh, my wife is obsessed with dim sum, and she went to yes. San Francisco, and like to this day, it's like I I gotta find soup dumplings. I gotta find a soup place dumplings that has soup are, dumplings. Soup dumplings are great. Oh my god, why can't I find soup dumplings? <laughs> they're good. I'm just saying that's I would just because I would want to be at that place every night, and I'd like to know that they're doing it right. And so as long as it's like a, I would again. Not me making any of it. I would just want to be a part of that so I could go every day and enjoy it. Um, let's see. Christian says, my mom gets home from post-operation hospital stay tomorrow. What homecoming dinner should I make her? Assuming, I, don't I don't know what she likes. Well, right. And I don't know if there's any restrictions when you're coming home from whatever the uh, procedure was there. But yeah. you probably ought to do something like, I would say whatever one of her top three meals is. You should make that. If she had a hole in her colon, probably go light. Fair enough. Maybe some jello, right. some yeah. pudding. I wouldn't get a rack of lamb if she's got a colonoscopy bag. It's like she actually had a piece of lasagna lodged in her aorta. It's like, well, then maybe don't make that. Don't make lasagna. In her, I don't, I don't know how it even got. I don't even know how it would get there. How that would go. It was really good lasagna. It just She just wanted it all in if there. If anybody did have a piece of lasagna in the aorta, it would be me. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, I just, I don't, I don't, again, depending on what it is, that would, that would probably dictate how you're going to go with that serving size. Common Man and T-Bone Weekend. It is Wild Card Wednesday. Uh, this one from Common Man's Pizzeria says, so you have to give up one protein to move. Can't replace for at least 30 years. Which team are you giving up? Like a team that... I don't know if this that means we root for. I don't know if this means I'm like, I don't know if that means I, it's a team I root for. Cause then he says no bone. You can't pick, you can't pick FC Cincinnati. That's too easy. Well, I don't root for them though. So if you're saying I can move any team, how I guess, we, how about we just say you got to sacrifice one of your own teams? How about oh, we say that? Well, that's easy. Who are you sacrificing? Cleveland Browns. See ya. You know why? Northeast Ohio too much, too big of a rut. 
We've been we've been trying to make the Browns a thing. We've been trying to make fetch a thing. It's not a thing. The Browns are not a thing. We have wasted the better part of 40 years of this stupid t- well plus, but I'm just saying the last 40 years have been full of misery and dread. Let's get rid of them. Let them move permanently. Let's go all in on Guardians and Cavs and I don't know, watch some watch some Ohio State football if you want to for your Saturdays and then your Sundays are free. Do that. Now, I haven't paid attention to the Chicago Bulls in 25 years. Can I give them up, or is that <laughs> cheating? I mean, you can. Why not? If you don't well, pay attention, I don't, you don't yeah, watch I feel them. Like, I feel like that's a cop-out, though. No, I mean, it's not. I love the teams I still care about. The Chicago Bears, the Chicago White Sox, the Columbus Blue Jackets. Mm-hmm. We're talking about professional teams here, right? Yeah. I'd probably give up the White Sox. Wow. Baseball is dead to me. I get it. It's not. It's it's not played the same way as it used to be. Maybe it'll come back. Maybe I'll regret my decision. There are times that I watch NFL games this season, and I say, "Boy, if they all start to look like some of these Thursday night games we've had, they all start to look like that." I don't know if I'll be able to watch pro football. And but again, it's not there yet. I but if that's how saying. baseball it's is not, for you, it's I get not it. Low scoring. That's the problem. It's bad. It's the way it's being played. Yes, it's yeah, bad. yeah. It's. I'm not saying that a, a 16 to 14 football game can't be entertaining. Right. The right. ones they've had this year are poo. Yes. And that's, I'm sure if that's how baseball is for you, where you watch and go, I don't recognize this sport. I get it. But yeah, I would move the Browns. I can't move the, the CBJ, the crew. I live here. Yeah. Like I picked up an NFL team from way up there, but I grew up and live here. I would not want either pro team to leave here. Save the crew. You remember I was kind of a, uh, a, a bit vocal about that back in the day. So, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to give up those two teams. And you love the Haslam's. You love them. Well, they'd be moving one of my teams, just not the one I you actually love care Dr. about. Pete, though. Yeah, yeah, Dr. Pete, my guy. Common Man and T-Bone Weekend. I'm in a great mood today. You, see, you seem like you're raring to go. I am. I'm just ready. Ready to go. This is going to be the best show of our lives. I'm it convinced is? of Yeah, you're hosting your gala tonight. Oh, jeez. Gala? Oh, gala? jeez. I, I have been, yes, that is correct. I have been asked by the, and again, I don't, I don't know why they would want me to do it, but I appreciate them asking. Because you're a big local celebrity. The Ohio- and because Angela Ann canceled. Well, that's, 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 <laughs> that's both of those things. That's right. <laughs> the Ohio State University's Diabetes and Metabolic, meta, what? That's who? Can't metabolism. Say it. Yeah. How are you going to host the gala? I don't know. Gala gala. If you can't even say metabolic. No, it's not metabolic. It's Metabolism Research Center. Diabetes and Metabolism Research Center. Good to get that out of the way now before tonight. Uh, They are hosting their fundraiser. It's a dinner. I am going. Angela Ann did ask me to do this, and I said I'd be happy to help out. I'm honored to help. And she said, well, it's a gala. And I said, I got to tell you, Angela, I'm not in the TV world like you. I don't have a lot of gala clothing. And she said, well, that's okay. You just wear, like, you know, dress clothes. She so, lent you one of her backless that's dresses. That's exactly right. I'm going to be wearing an evening gown. So excited for that. It's the first time I've ever done that. I, I don't to, have a problem with that. Yeah. Whatever, whatever makes you happy, RuPaul. Do whatever you want. You know what? Many, many years ago, and believe it or not, this happened when I worked at the religious radio station. Remember uh, Miss Teen South Carolina? Of oh, course, how, of course you, you talking do. about do I remember Miss Teen South Carolina? It's one of my favorite things of all time. I have yeah. it here. Would you like some? Yeah, go ahead. Play a little I bit. I personally believe that U.S. Americans are unable to do so because uh, some 
people out there in our nation don't have maps and uh, I believe that our ed education like such as in South Africa and uh, the Iraq everywhere like such as and I believe that they should uh, our education over here in the US should help the US or, or should help South Africa and should help the Iraq and the Asian countries so we will be able to build up our future hmm. there you she go it's my vote for president yeah well, when that uh, when that was actually when that was in the news, when that had had happened, uh, we had for some reason they decided to have me do a photo shoot where I wore like an evening gown mm. and I was Miss Teen South Carolina. And then one of my co-hosts, whose name was Obadiah, he he was interviewing me and we were doing a play off of that. And we had a little video that I hope has never Ever this made is that a YouTube. religious station? Yeah, this is what they had just, us do. Just like, hey guys, what should we do today to let's, honor Christ? How about we mock a teenager? <laughs> yeah, I got to tell you, I didn't really at the time see the problem with that, uh, and now I do. Funny. Now I look I mean, back we and do say that, that here was... because we know where we're going. Well, right. I got the, the express train to hell. Yeah, at the time they just they were like, get get some people listening, do what it takes. Okay. Yeah, the ends justified the means, Mike. Right, That's what I'm telling you. Anyway, so I'm I've actually worn. A, a dress You're like Ricky Williams. Yeah, I did. I dress. It, it very much looked like that. Actually, he looked better in the dress than I did. Far better than I did. He rocked that. That was great. You both had sex with Ditka. Mm. That well, that'd be a wild ride in more ways You're my than one. Ditka. What was? Uh, I mean, I was going to say, what kind of product is it that he sells there in Chicago? Everything. And the answer is everything. Whatever product they make. But wasn't there like a, a hot dog or a sausage thing I that he was particularly was. known for? E everything. Okay. He's PP pills, Uzis. Weather, sell it all. Weather radios. Hey, get your Ditka forecast radio. Come on down. Give them away for free. He doesn't care. Does the check clear? You're right. That's all he cares about. Good for him. Oh, we got a big program today. I don't think sure he's we well. Do. Oh, no? I think, well, he's old. Well, right? How I, old is no, Ditka? I didn't, I mean, I just didn't know if there was like a new development of, oh, yeah, he, it was announced he has some thing. I just, I assume, yeah, health over time does decline. Brain damage, they all do. Uh, he's 83. All right. I, yes, I just didn't know if you were saying like, yeah, didn't you see last week where news came down that blank happened no, or no. that he was diagnosed with blank? I didn't see that. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's hard when you get blank. You don't it's want to tough. get blank. I mean, you could get... He had third-degree blank, too. That's now the for biggest the, thing. for the gala gala tonight... Mm -hmm. The gala. Are you doing like a... You know, like when Billy Crystal or something hosts the Oscars. Mm-hmm. Was it Oscars or Emmys? What did he do? I think do? he did the Oscars. All right. But I there was always was a musical number to well, start. Right. Are you going to start with a musical number tonight all about diabetes? Uh, no. I will not. I, I am... Insulin... Uh, Blood sugar. And we could have, like, dancing little needles, syringes on the stage. Like, again, I think I think that is a year two thing, not a year one. Like, I don't want to roll out. Oh, you're out already being the, invited back. Well, I don't know what's going to happen next year. I'm just, if, if it goes well, then I want to save something for next year. I don't want to just play, I don't want to play my best hand right out of the gate. I want to start off kind of. But do you have of, some jokes ready for tonight? Or are you just going in dry? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've got I got a couple things I just thought. Not even, they're not, they're they're more observations. It's, it's I'm really like Seinfeld, a little observational humor. I see. I don't do the, uh, you about know, About the medical punchline. profession or just in general? Um, About, uh, 
one of the things I plan on saying, Mike, if you must know. Yeah, I, I would. I would like right. to know. I'm going to. I'm going to judge this. I plan on. I plan on throwing this out there. I'm going to talk about because they asked me to talk about my own personal health journey. That's part of the reason that I've been asked to do this. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to bring up the fact. Now, this is. I'm talking to a room full of doctors. People who yeah, are brilliant no, physicians, no, right? First of all, don't assume that all doctors are smart or brilliant. No, 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 no. Because they're not. I. That's fine. I know they're wickedly intelligent in the medical field, which is what we need them to be smart about. What I'm saying is I'm tailoring some material for them. So one of the lines I plan on having is I spoke with my doctor when I started on this health journey, and he had said to me, you know, you really need to take your health seriously. And like millions of Americans, I looked my doctor square in the eye and I said, yeah, I got to do something about that. And then I walked out of the room and did nothing about that. Sure, that's not irritating any of you, huh? You know, and then the massive laughs will ensue. People just taking their clothes off, throwing them at me. What do you think about that, Leanna? (laughs) All right. Yeah, I figured. Yeah. Again, this is not Chucklesville. Like, I'm trying to help people. I'm introducing a bunch of really smart people tonight. We're going to talk about diabetes and metabolism and all no, the things know, that need to... I but I think to... you have to be a little folksy. I'll be, you know, I'll it's, be a, folksy. it's a Thursday night. They're there to blow off some steam. Hmm. Right? I'm right. sure they paid some money to be at yeah, this thing. right. They want to get their money's worth. They want local celebrity T-Bone. They don't want Jonathan Smith to no, show up. No, I get up. it, but I'm just saying, like, am I, I'm not, I'm not, I wasn't hired like a comedian. I'm not the entertainment for the night. I'm you, just, you are, you're the MC. If I'm it, supposed to keep things moving. If it doesn't start and end with you, what are we there for? And by we, but, I man, mean they, because I'm not there. I am just the oil in these massive cogs of gearing that are going to work tonight. I am just there to keep things lubed up and moving along. All right. That's all I'm doing. Okay. I'm going to keep it moving. I wish I was there I, you so want, I can heckle there's you. There's a spot right next to me at I the table if you want. I got, a free, I got a free spot if you want to go. You're invited. I work blue. I know. I don't know. I didn't say you come up on the stage. You could sit at the no, dinner No, I'm going to come me. up on the stage. I'm going to slap your face. What? Oh, you're going gonna to come after me like I'm Chris Rock and you're Will Smith? That's right. That would require me making jokes about Kristen, though. And that would, I would oh, not, I would not, no, I wouldn't I'll do that. I'll help you. That's your, that's what you do. I would not do that. Chris Rock was making jokes about Will Smith's wife. So that's, that's where uh, that all started. I would not do that to if you. If you did that, I would jump on the stage and also join in. You'd say, I wouldn't be slapping you. Take my wife, please. Yes. And then massive laughs. You're listening to Common Man and T-Bone Weekend. A glimpse of all the meaningless conversation from the past week. Oh, this is your lucky day. Now back to the stupid. How was the gala? Oh, man, I had a I had a really good time at the gala last night. It was the Ohio State University Medical Center Diabetes and Metabolism Research Center. They did a fundraiser. Uh, that was all headed up by Dr. Willa Shoy, who does a tremendous job there. And so kudos to her and her old team, but they had me out. I got to meet some really nice people. I got to enjoy some delicious food. I made some very terrible jokes that they were gracious enough to kind of still laugh at, or at least short. I heard, I heard the jokes. (laughs) If that's what killed, I would have brought the house down. I don't know if it, I don't know if it killed. I think I just got polite laughter because everybody was being very nice. Um, So I met, I met quite a few people who though, uh, surprisingly listened to our show. Why surprisingly? Well, you know, because of uh, the type of show we do occasionally. I don't tend to think people who went to medical school are like lining up to well, listen you're to wrong. our show. You're and you're wrong. right. And I, you are you are exactly I, right. I don't that. care how well-cultured someone is, if they went to medical school, 
There's no one with any tweak of a sense of humor that doesn't find this funny. True enough. Come on. You're right. You are You are exactly correct. You, you could be working at the docks or you could be cutting somebody open. When you hear that, you chuckle a little bit. Yeah, I met uh, some really tremendous people. Doctor Wisler, I met or yeah, Wisler. We're doing name dropping with T Bone yeah. here. He was he was very cool. My John, good friend Wisler, Doctor Joseph Wisler, the Twizzler. I, I met lots of cool people there, but I got to tell you, there's this guy there, uh, and people who are like worked at the Wexner might know of this guy, the uh, OSU Medical Center. You may be aware of Doctor Steve Gabby, who I was I had not met him before, but. He used to run the entire place and is still the CEO emeritus of the entire Wexner Medical Center over there. He got up on stage. This guy is, uh, you know, well older than you and I. I'll put it th- that way. He's a 55-year survivor of di- diabetes. He got up on stage and did 55 push-ups How in front of the entire guy. I don't, I don't know his exact age, but I'm going to say, I mean, he went to medical school in the 60s. So, All right. Well, unless he's Doogie Hauser, he's probably close to 80. All right. Right. So, right. But he came up to me and goes, I'm surprised you're not wearing your evening gown today, T-Bone. And I said, well, that's someone who listened to the show today. Like he was listening yesterday while we were talking. So, and he's doing how many push-ups? 55. What a show off. And I couldn't even keep, I'm, I'm counting them down. It wasn't like one, two. No, it was like one, two, three. Like he was just Teddy, gone. How many push-ups could you do? Right now, if your life depended on it. Oh, if my life depended on it? Yeah. Um, I'm thinking maybe maybe I could do 20, maybe. 20? If my life depended on it. I don't think it, I could do five. I could do probably 10. I, I, can't, I'm, I can't do five. Even or, when I, I don't was think in I could do shape, five or 10. I didn't do push-ups. It was just not something that I did. All right, now I got to try. Right now? No, you, you can't, all right, all right. Count me I can't even well, see. Well, if, if the geriatric doctor can do I'll go in the front. Okay, I'm just trying to see because I had to stand up for this because I, he's taking the headphones off. So yeah, now we're motivated by doing push-ups. Go. That's right. All right, count them down. Ready? Three, two, one, go. One, two, three, four, five. We are slowing down. His face is contorting. Six, seven. <laughs> Come on, three more. Eight. Two, two more, more. Two, two more. more. Nine. Let's go. Let's go. Push, push, baby. Ten. Yeah. 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 Double yeah. digits. Yeah. yeah. Woo. All right. Mike will be in traction now because oh. his back is completely screwed up. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, look at that. Look at that. Last night, a guy gets on stage, does 55 push-ups at this fundraiser that they did. And he motivated And me. he motivated someone that he has not yet even met to go out today and start your fitness journey. I'm going to count that as I'm the lightheaded. start. Teddy, that's the start of Mike's fitness journey right there. First, the no. push-ups. Next thing you know, he'll be doing Ironman competitions. Uh, I got to have a little triathlon. Beer. A sip of beer. It's Friday. <laughs> I can hear the bottle. <laughs> I can hear the echo in the bottle it's that you're Friday. drinking from. Yeah, it's Friday. It is. That's right. <sighs> All right. You take care of the rest you know of the who, You know who needs, you know who's going to need a beer? Or three, Brian Ferentz is going to need a beer or three tomorrow, I think, because he he's not. That's not going to go well for them. That is going to be a bad deal for Iowa coming in here. I should have done that just as we were getting ready to go to break. <laughs> You're the strength and conditioning coach for Iowa. I don't know if you know that. Now you have to actually go out there and give all the kids rhabdomyolysis or whatever huh? it was. Remember when they had the strength oh, and conditioning yeah, coach yeah. at Iowa who worked them out too hard and they all had to go to the hospital? Whew. All right. No danger of that with you, I hope. Be okay. Uh, Buckeyes in Iowa tomorrow. Pre-game co- oh. <laughs> Pre-game <laughs> coverage starts tomorrow at 6.30? 6.30. You know yeah. my rule. 
If there's live pregame coverage on, that means it's acceptable to drink. If so common man, also, if common man is doing push-ups on your radio, it is acceptable to drink. Yeah. That's the only way to get through that segment where I'm just, we're just yelling numbers at you. That was like a weird version of Sesame Street we just did. My, uh, my nephews are going to the game tomorrow. First Buckeye game for them. Yeah. Oh, they're very excited. That's going to be fun. How, uh, how old are they? 15 and 12. Okay. That's, you know what? That's an age where it will not be lost on them what they're seeing. You know no, what I mean? I, like, I was talking to them and they said, well, what can we expect? You know, because they're, they're not real big college football fans. They like sure. the Buckeyes, but they're not watching lots of Big Ten football. Yeah, sure. And uh, my oldest nephew said, I was pretty good, right? And I said, they have been in their time. This year, no. <laughs> right. No. Well, don't judge this Iowa team or Iowa as a program by this Iowa team. To your point, defensively, this Iowa team stacks up a little bit to what you think of when you think of Iowa, right? This is a solid defensive team. Yeah. Offensively. No, they're, they're God awful. They're brutal. There have been plenty of years where I would say Iowa's offense is tough to watch, but that's tough to watch and not passable as college football are two different things. Iowa's offense begs you to rediscover your definition of what a college football offense is. Cause when you think college football offense, you think, all right, well, if they're boring, they probably run the ball. Well, right? No, no. they do not. Well, okay. Do they just air it out and they get in a lot of those competitions no. like Texas tech. No, they are just a bad offense all the way around. And it might not be, I don't think it has necessarily everything to do with the players. They get very much has something to do with the guy calling plays who happens to be the son of the guy. Who's the coach. Maybe well, they, that's where you start. They're that's just, where you look. they're just woefully inefficient too. I think we did this a couple weeks ago. I assume. Yeah. Because both teams were on the bye last week. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That uh, what's, what's the starting quarterback for Iowa? David uh, Petraeus. What's Sp- his name? <laughs> Spencer Petrus. Spencer Petrus. He has the same exact attempts as CJ Stroud. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's, it's not like, it's, oh, well, look at these numbers, but right. CJ's throwing the ball a hundred more times. The same exact attempts. And, and, they, and he and, gets nothing out of well, it. Well, and CJ has 24 touchdown passes. He has three. Yeah. Or no, no. two. He has two touchdown passes, three picks. Same number as CJ has interceptions. So like attempts are the same. And interceptions are the same. Nothing else is the same between those. It doesn't matter who Ryan Day is facing. You know, he's going to have the coach speak every single week. He's going to say nice things about the opponent. He's a polite guy. That's what they do. So, of course, this week the media asked Ryan Day, hey, how about that Iowa offense? And Ryan Day's response, trying to be polite, trying to not sound like he's dismissing this offense entirely, essentially said, well, you know, they're, they're just interested in winning the game. They're not interested in yards or points. Okay. Mm, right. I'm sure they are interested in those things. They're just incapable of doing it. And I also love how there are some people, not a lot, but some people who will just worship at the throne of Kirk Ferentz and bow down to him at every single turn and say, wow, that's just, that's the way they want to win football games. No, that's not the way they want to win football games. That's the way they're forced to try and win football games because his son is a horrible offensive coordinator. In turn, Kirk Ferentz is a bad coach for allowing his son to be the offensive coordinator of this team. That's right. 
I actually, Mike, you know, yesterday I got to go. I don't know if you heard. I, I got to host a gala. I heard. Gala, gala. A lot of important people. Live science. Live science. My good friend and yours, COO of the Ohio State University Wexter Medical Center, Jay Anderson. Longtime friend. Pride of Gehanna. Go Lions. Anyway. Here's something for you, Jay. Jay. My good friend, COO of the Medical Center, Jay Anderson. My good friend. Told me yesterday they are not going to let anyone who is on staff or on schedule call off this weekend. You know why? Why? Because there's going to be so many boredom-related injuries from people just falling asleep and falling over in the stands. They were like, we got to have the medical center on staff ready to go. Because there's going to be all these people down there. When I when Iowa's offense goes on the field, they're worried about insomnia, just mass insomnia and people falling What's the out of the stands. treatment for that? Like they wheel them into the emergency room like it's ER, right? Yes. The music is playing. The doctors are like, stat! Whatever they say. Stat! I need this stat! I, let's go! <laughs> yeah, what's the cure? The cure is they give them an iPad. Like they're they're petrified on uh-huh. a board, yeah, right? They're, they're, yeah. on, they're on the gurney. They're petrified. And they give them an iPad and they say, all right, let's listen to Tuesday's Common Man and T-Bone podcast. <laughs> is that, is and that then, what's going to And then they listen to it and they're like, oh, awake? oh, this is great. Is that going to shock them awake? I'm alive. I don't think it will. Maybe do something better. Was it Wednesday? What or? was Tuesday? When did the Queen come on? Oh, I forgot. I, what day was that? I thought that was just yesterday. I thought it was yesterday, too. It was whenever Liz Truss stepped down from it was uh, yesterday. the government. That's right. They play yesterday's show. Oh. And the Queen rejuvenates everybody. You think the Queen will do that? I think so. Okay. Boy, if only she were here. I'm so, I can't control it when she pops if in, If only bone. she were here to... Well, you know what? This is save, an amateur hour. Save her for Saturday. Ted, you're running the board for the game. Just have some Queen ready to go in case I was off his... Second down and 43. Oh, so you Spencer want the Queen to interrupt Paul Keels? <laughs> Spencer Petrus stepped on his own wee-wee and took his own sack. It's a third and 37 now. <laughs> he said Oh, so, come on now. No, I'm not what saying, are we doing here? I'm, I'm doing push-ups. I'm helping her get there. No, I'm just saying she pops on the broadcast and, and helps out so people don't fall asleep when Iowa has the ball. Common Man and T-Bone Weekend. Their collective IQ is lower than they think it are. This is Common Man and T-Bone. You know, one thing we we pride ourselves on this show mm-hmm. is to bring you the weirdest stories that you're going to hear on the radio. And today we found it. Well, we try to find these things, like you said, and, and we've got something good here. This is in the... Uh, I saw Gainesville, and my first thought was, ah, Florida. Mm-hmm. But if it's not Florida, what other state do you think somebody would have a haunted house? And I don't mean a Halloween one, a, a house with ghosts in it that the owner claims want to have sex with you. If your guess was Texas, congratulations. It's Gainesville, Texas, where we go to find this story. Uh, Denton Street in Gainesville, Texas is where you will often see a moving van in front of one residence there. Linda Hill, who owns that house, says the longest anyone stayed in the house was six months. Six months, that's it. There must be something wrong with the house, Bone. Uh, Well, she says there is. So she said her and her husband bought several homes in the same neighborhood in order to rent them out. Great job. Way to go. That's not That's not causing a housing crisis or anything. Good job. Right, Thank you, guys. Thanks for doing area, that. That's sure. awesome. Anyway, uh, she said her and her husband had no idea why this one house, you know, if they're bad landlords, that's one thing, right? But she said, we have all these other houses. People stay there. They live there. They 
renew their leases. Mm -hmm. This one house, they had 10 different tenants move out in less than two years. So she said she didn't know what to do about it. Finally, one of the tenants they asked just flat out, is there a reason why you're moving away? We've had this happen so many times. And the tenant said, oh, yeah, your house is haunted. And she said, no, I don't, I don't believe that. Thanks anyway. All right. See you later. So she decided I'm going to stay over in this house for a little bit. It's empty. Decided to take a shower on the property. Mm -hmm. Through the curtain, she said she heard a mysterious figure whisper, looking good. By the way, there was a, uh, there was a picture of this woman in the news story. And beauty is subjective, but... No, she wasn't. Mm -hmm. uh, well, here's the other thing. Uh, she then said, well, maybe that's just my husband, right? Till a few seconds later, her husband walked in the bathroom and he said, who are you talking to? And she said, oh, my God, it really is haunted. And then the house built back in the 1840s. The rumor is this house used to be a bordello. Mm. Mm. So they believe that's one of the reasons why many of the ghosts are uh, of a particular nature. According again to, was it Linda Hill? I think it was the owner. She said, these ghosts are, quote, sexual. There's no other way to put it. Yeah, well. Um, there is a, there's a, apparently an electronic voice phenomenon. It's a thing they use. There, it's, a, it's a thing they call any recordings you hear of ghost noises. Yeah, any show on the Travel Channel. EVP, will right put this stuff on yeah um hill said what she has heard is oh baby oh baby yeah yeah i like it like that are we sure they're just not listening to early 90s early 90s pop music because that sounds like something that i don't know any number of pop artists would have come up with back in the day so i don't know do you believe this is actually a sexual ghost property What was the one woman? There was a woman who said, we did this story years ago, that she was having sex with a ghost. Oh, And that yeah. she actually she, got pregnant with his ghost well, that's baby. Where, that's where we had the, that's where we came up with the phrase full-term ghost baby was the woman was mad because people wouldn't take her relationship seriously. Sad to say that's, that's yeah, that's how that's going to go. Mm -hmm. But I mean, she wasn't like showing to be visually or pregnant, right? I don't believe. I think she was just saying, yeah, I have a spirit baby in me, and yeah. it will become a full-term, it will become a ghost. Well, yeah. Once it She's has its ghost birth. Give birth to the ghost. Because she had sex with the ghost, and all the ghost genes came through, apparently, and all hers did not. Yeah. So, uh, Also, this is just thrown in three-quarters of the way down the article. They're like, yeah, there's also a 19-foot well underneath the living room. Uh -oh. Some people believe it's a spiritual portal. They asked Linda Hill, the woman who owns the room, and she said, oh, yeah, we call that room the murder room. Oh, okay. Maybe don't put that hey, on the listing. On, thanks uh, for coming over, Sue. Oh, did you bring some cookies? Well, let's have a seat in the murder room, yeah. shall we? Why can't this apartment ever get a lease on it? Apartments.com, description, three bedrooms, two baths, murder room adjacent. Yeah. Maybe uh, Jeff Goldblum can uh, advertise yeah. that oh, for here, us. Here we have a, a murder room. <laughs> That's my horrible Jeff Goldblum <laughs> Impersonation. Uh, as, as they uh, as they say, death always finds a way. That's William Shatner. I don't know why yeah, that is. A, that was William Shatner. Anyways, no, not death finds a way. Okay. Would you rent this place? No. What are you talking about? Because well, you don't really believe any of this stuff. I don't believe any of it. All but right, I so also, it shouldn't bother you. I don't believe that most of this is true. I do believe that 
when a bunch of people all at the same time are like, I don't like this place. I get weird vibes. I'll say, all right, cool. I don't, I don't know why you get weird vibes in there. Maybe it's, maybe there's just something about the house that plays tricks on your head. I don't know, but yeah, I don't, I'm not interested in finding out. I am not, I'll say this. I don't believe in that stuff, but the people who then are like, I'm going up to, uh, is it Mansfield where they have the old Ohio reformatory? Yeah. yeah. And they do the let's spend a night in the reformatory and listen for the, like, I'm not trying to find out either. To be fair, I've not done a lot of research on the subject. I don't believe in it, but I'm also not digging up like old tombs and trying to see what's going on in there. Right. I, I don't want to tempt fate. If it is a thing, I don't want to bother with what it. about you spend one night in this house. Okay. Okay. You got to, you got to spend the night in the murder room too. sleeping bag well, <laughs> in the murder room all right. by yourself. But you emerge in the morning if you emerge in the morning. Uh-huh. Yeah. And all pickleball players have magically vanished off the face of the earth. Oh, that, I mean, I, well. You never have to deal with pickleballers but here's ever the thing. again. I've, I probably have friends that play pickleball that all of a sudden I would find out they're gone. All right. And How I about know? All, all the ones that you hate. Oh, then that's So easy. then your friends that's are easy. saved. That's all right. Easy. Then I'm doing it. Yeah. yeah. Then I'm doing that. And yeah, here's the other thing too. Why? We didn't get any explanation on murder room. Linda, the guy, the woman who owns this house, she went in great detail about how this thing was sexualizing her, and that's not good. Tell the ghosts to stop objectifying women. That's bad. But the other part of that is, what was the whole story behind murder room, Linda? Because you went really in-depth on these ghosts are sexual, and they're like, oh, yeah, we have a murder room, too. Anyway, can you believe they're lewd? Like, <laughs> the murder is the problem. I mean... I don't want a ghost objectifying me in the shower. If the ghost murders me, I, I have like a much it. bigger problem. Right. I'm saying I, I might I might find that I have a secret kink I never knew about. Who knows? What if you find out the ghost hitting on you is now the only thing that works? That's your <laughs> and thing. nothing will ever satisfy yeah, you again. Right. Then you have to stay in that. You have to buy that house. You have to live there forever. Yeah. And then you find out why it really is called the murder room. Teddy, I always ask Ted this question, like, how much would it take for you to do something? And he's all like, a dime. Seven dollars. Right. Bucket of balls. <laughs> no, I would do it for a thousand dollars. One night, you'd go for a night for a thousand bucks. Absolutely, sounds fun. Actually, All sounds right. like a good time. I, I bet I Leanna would do it for free. Leanna probably would pay if that. See, this is where this woman has failed, or this this couple that owns this house. You have to Airbnb this, and and not ever. You have to play up the fact that you get to live Leanna, in a house with a murder there? room, and you get the sexual ghosts are coming for you. Would you stay in a house if there was a chance that you would be sexually exploited by a ghost? Oh, is that ghost comfortable with me sexually exploiting it? Right. See? That's, that's what, what I thought. mean. Yeah. See? Mm-hmm. Turn the tables. Right. Yeah, exactly right. Just like a DJ. That's exactly right. Good job. Thank you, Leanna. Yeah. See, Leanna I'm... asked earlier today why there's no such thing as hot chocolate machines. Or was it uh, hot chocolate ice cream trucks? Is that right? What? Yeah, a seasonal change. The ice cream trucks oh, the hot switch chocolate. to hot chocolate trucks. That's a Why great... isn't that an established tradition? Yeah, like they do with snowplows, where they go from being dump trucks to snowplows during the winter. Right, it's, it's not, just... it's not a, right. It's good. Yeah, I, hot I chocolate is it. delicious. You can put like whipped cream, marshmallows, sprinkles, maybe have some donuts. Like, and then, why, like, why and don't then get sexually it? assaulted by a ghost. <laughs> you don't have Everyone to. Everyone has a good time. It's a family fun experience. These ghosts, man, also, 
put them on the Airbnb. Give them names. Yeah. Play it up. Play it up. Yeah. Put some spooky music. What do we have? We have like panic room. People pay. Yeah. People pay to go in like some sort of panic room where you have to get out of a certain situation or else murderers come and get you. People right. pay money for that. Right. I'm just saying, if you were told, like, there is an evil spirit in this house and it's wanting to haunt you and it's, oh, maybe even saying some creepy stuff, you're like, oh, I don't know how I feel about that. But everybody loved Elvira back in the day, right? The Mistress of the Dark? Mm -hmm. What if that's your ghost you're getting? What if you're getting a voluptuous ghost that is then going to, you never know. I'm just saying, who knows? Ghost. Maybe all these ghosts are, like, very high on the OnlyFans rating. Maybe they all are like super buff and hot or whatever you think is. You know, they probably have corsets and stuff if they're sure. old dead ghosts. Yeah. They dress differently back then. You wake up and you're handcuffed. Common Man and T-Bone Weekend. I think Ashley Barrissey is trying to steal Dave away so that Dave can do weather. Oh, to steal him from the sports I department. I think she's trying to steal him from sports. Dave would make a great weather guy. I could see him doing that. He's I don't got think a lot I've of- ever seen a ginger do weather. What? Now that you've said that, though? Yeah, I think about it. Have you a seen second. a ginger-haired person do weather? I don't know either. Was the... Who did the Smuckers can The Smuckers jars? The, so-and-so Willard was 100. Scott. Willard Scott. Was he ginger? Well, I don't know. I don't know what he looked like before he had bald and gray. I only knew him when he was bald and gray. Maybe, uh, assuming he was not a ginger at some point in his life, I'm Willard going to say Scott then, other than him, I don't know of anyone who's done it. Hair color. Man, if Google can't give me the answer for this, yeah, what color is Willard Scott's hair? And don't say gray, because we know gray. Well, I'm I'm not gonna click. No, on No, not the link you. Here. I'm saying Google. I'm I'm yelling at Google because it's listening at all times. Uh, there are so many stupid websites out there. No, I'm looking at him when he was a younger man when he had hair. Yeah, he's got brown hair. Brown hair. Okay, yeah, not so a not a ginger. All right. By the way, I challenge you to find me Angie Everhart doing the weather. <laughs> You're not going to find it. <laughs> Somewhere it must exist. Willard Scott died last year and we missed it. Uh, you did. I didn't. Oh, you you remember? Oh, yeah. I took the week off. Don't oh, you remember that? that? Is that gone. the week you took off? Yeah. I mean, mentally. Only got to 87. I didn't, didn't get I didn't that actually, smuckers I didn't, jar. I didn't actually put in any days off. I just checked out for the week here. I just did the shows and was not really emotionally here. Mm-hmm. I was with him. With Willard. Yeah. Mr. Scott. Mr. Scott? Yeah, that's what I call him. Now, he wasn't, a, uh, he wasn't a meteorologist. He was just I an old-school weather I don't, guy. I don't, see, I don't know when the line... I don't know when that changed. Weren't they all at some point? I mean, I grant you that not every person on TV who read the weather at some point, I know that they were like TV presenters and there were then real weather scientists doing the work. But at some point, didn't they all know a little bit about barometric pressure? Fun, or am I fun wrong? Fun fact, I, I don't know, maybe... Fun fact about Willard Scott, Willard, for a period of time, I want to say three or four years, was Bozo the Clown. I'm sorry, what? Yes. Willard Scott How did was Bozo the Clown. Willard Scott was also, for a period of time, Ronald McDonald in the commercials. Mm. Willard Scott, clown to the stars. <laughs> Celebrity clown? Red hair. Yeah. As Ronald and Bozo. Well, you know what? Bozo had red I hair. I mean, if you've made it on TV with red hair, then I'm going to count you as part of the ginger nation right there. You mm-hmm. get to be a part of the, the group. Yeah. I'll tell you, Teddy, 
Thanks for chipping in on the show today. Right. You've done a lot. Yeah. Hat, wait, you're welcome. Did he ever do? And this is key. Do we know if he ever did any weather in the clown makeup? Mm. Like they had to have one time been like, we don't have anything. It's the middle of summer. This is boring. Put a clown hey, costume. Put on. Put the clown costume on Willard and see if he'll do it. He used to be Bozo the Clown. Let's do that for five minutes. Mm. And then it's like. Willard Scott's not here today, kids. Bark, bark. But here I am, Bozo the Clown. He also he played He played Santa Claus at various White House events. He was Santa. He was Bozo. He was Ronald. This may take a whole other segment. It's every kid's dream. We can do this some other time. Um, what hair color do we assign to Santa? Because at some point we assume Santa was a young man. No. No? No. We don't ever assume that he was... No, there was no, like, rambunctious youth yes, for Santa. Yes, of course there was. No, he was... Sure there was. He's made of magic? What are you talking about? No, he's he made just, of magic. he was grown in a lab like grown Adam in Silver. in a lab? No. Adam Silver and Santa were made at the same time. No, Santa has seen a lot. That's why I believe now no, he's, no, so, no. he's so jolly. No. And he's like... He hasn't seen anything. He's, no, he's seen everything. He's and that's why he's by like, the world. I'm going to the North Pole no, and I'm drinking, no, no. you know, hot chocolate with I'm peppermint you, right in now, it. right now, you say to Santa, hey, Santa, how about Nam? He doesn't know. He's like, I'm what? telling you. What's Nam? No, he doesn't know. I'm, I don't know when his time frame was, but there was a time where he was a youth, a rambunctious mm-hmm. youth. I don't believe it, you. He's like Barbara Bush. was oh, the yeah. same age all the time. That's what we think of. Old guys live in the woods, love to talk to animals and drink nothing but chocolate. I tend to think that guy had a well-adjusted youth and childhood and never had anything wrong going in his life. All right, first that of all, you just described has seen some stuff. Ted Kaczynski. All right, you That's described the Unabomber. No! But, but sometimes no, you, you go one way. you can't say that Santa no. is the Unabomber. There's a fork in the road. No, there's no and fork. And sometimes you go down Unabomber Lane He's and then you go down. of magic he went and good to thoughts. The North Pole in Santa Claus land is what I'm saying. Magic. He chose a different path. And good thoughts got together, had rambunctious sex, and Santa was made. Like the elements of the earth. Can thoughts have sex? Mine are, Phil mine are having Phil sex right 11. now. Phil at 11. <laughs> They're definitely. You put that on the local news, maybe people watch again. Yeah. Other yeah, than your wife. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> I'm watching too, for what it's worth. I watch in the mornings too. I'm at the gym. I, I know. Watch sometimes, I know. yeah. I, know. I see it there. Common Man and T-Bone Weekend. All right. So we've talked about this story in the past. The chess grandmaster who is accused of cheating, his name is Hans Niemann, okay? Yeah. He is, how old is this guy? Like 19 years old or 20 years old? I believe he was a 19-year-old, and that's where people thought at first, oh, this guy's like a prodigy. Right. So, And then it started coming into question, well, wait, how is he winning so much, and is, is there some form of cheating going on? He was caught cheating previously, and he admitted to cheating, but he says he doesn't do that anymore. But he's been having tremendous success, including beating Magnus Carlsen, who is, I guess, the he's the Babe Ruth of the chess world, this guy. Yeah, he's he's their big star. He's their LeBron James, whatever you want to say. So he was beating this guy, Magnus Carlsen. And Magnus Carlsen said, nope, I know you're cheating. I'm done. You're a cheater. I know you're cheating. Chess.com did a big investigative piece they also determined this guy, Hans Niemann, must have been cheating. And they cited different... They couldn't prove it, but they were almost positive, knowing the world of chess like they do, that this well, guy was cheating. One thing I've read, because I was curious, is like, well, how... That sounds very self-serving, right? For the champion who's losing to the upstart younger guy, to be like, up oh, cheating, I'm out, bye. 
It's like, well, I wouldn't usually root for someone like that. I wouldn't be on their side. But to be fair to him and to chess.com, who does a lot of these tournaments, apparently this is how smart, like, hardcore, really excellent chess players are. We know they're brilliant, right? But he basically was able to look at the move that was done and say, there's no way in hell. Because these guys strategize their opening sequences, and they work out ahead of time. If I move here and here and here, and I'm able to do that, there's only going to be these three or four options this guy's going to have to not just immediately get destroyed. And most players aren't smart enough to figure that out. So he did one of those moves that he had thought is calculated pretty well to work, and only either a supercomputer or, like, the greatest chess player ever would be able to figure out a way out of it. And so that's what led him to believe as soon as they started playing, this guy's, he's doing the one move that a supercomputer would recommend, and he's doing it. Either he's the greatest chess player ever or he's cheating. He's saying he probably is cheating. Well, and they they say that you can tell just by looking at him too that he's not even really putting a lot of effort into yes, this. Yes, that was they 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 feel like most most of these guys are kind of like they they look like they're having like major constipation as they're sitting there watching. You know, as you see right, these chess now, guys, they got their hand. And in you their and head, I don't know anything just, about this. We're they're sweating profusely. We're they're, reading what the experts say about this. Right. He just this guy looks like he's sitting at Radio Shack, which doesn't even exist anymore, like behind the counter and just ignoring customers, and then moves a chess piece like it's nothing. And it happens to be the most brilliant chess move you've ever seen. So now this Hans Neiman is saying, "I didn't cheat." You can't prove that I cheated. And as a matter of fact, I'm going to sue you. I'm going to sue this Magnus Carlson guy, and I'm going to sue Chess.com, and I want $100 million in damages. Oh, So we'll see wow. how that goes. He's suing for $100 million, Ooh. this guy. Now, where the vibrating A-speeds come into play, yes, <laughs> it was uh, one of the conspiracy theories out there is, well, how is he cheating if he's cheating? And uh, people said that you can put these beads up cracky mm. and they will alert you in morse code well here's exactly what, what you should be doing that's, what, that's violent i um i i did a little research on this oh, to understand did. the technology better cheating in chess or just a well, speeds more the more the bead technology and mike uh i don't know if you're aware of this people apparently like to um what's that bone they like to bring these beads with them inconspicuously. They like to, uh, let's say, smuggle them in mm -hmm. as they just are going about their day-to-day -day lives. And then occasionally they will give the control of that to, say, a uh, a lover. Oh. And they will... On, Maybe like, a dungeon master? Like it's, well, right. And they will give control of this to another person... And then they will go out into public and this is kind of like a... They never know when it's coming. Right, they have no idea, and so in you can, more ways you can, than one, you can control it by your phone. There's an app, I guess, for some of these. So there's a there's a whole Bluetooth. So you could just be in the McDonald's drive-through, mm. being like, "Ah, the number number two, number two, right." So oh, so when how? It's right, I want it's right. Oh so my you're God. saying why would that be the preferred method to cheat with? Well, the idea would be that someone who is using computer technology could then input the move and get the computer's response of here's what you should do and then somehow Morse code that with... And I'd like to be, who's the middleman there? Who's the person who's sitting there going, all right, move left. How do I do? M is two dashes and then a short one and a long one. They have to learn Morse code. And yeah. he's, I still think you're pretty much of a genius if you can de detect Morse code through that part of your body. 
Doesn't that kind of make you some other kind of genius in some way? Makes you dedicated. At the very least. You know what? If that is how he's cheating, I say let it happen. Good for him. All right. Beating the system. Beating something. Mm. Let's, I'll take a bagel meal. Oh. Who is? With who's a hash in, brown. Who's in here with me doing this? Is Matt Andrews ordering food? What's going on? I know. I'm at Dublin Kaufman tonight. Do you have any photographs I can look at while you're talking to me? Look at this photograph. Thank you. Every time I do, it makes me laugh. Well, Peter Brady there. I know. On the Nickelback. Common Man and T-Bone Weekend. The fine host of the Buckeyes show, your friend and mine, Timmy Hall. Hello, Timmy. Oh, you guys. Man Bone. Happy Wednesday. How are we doing? You know what it is today, Timmy? Hmm? It's Wild Card Wednesday. And we have a prize. T-Bone, do you have a wild card that you particularly enjoyed today? I very much do. This one goes to Muggsy's Fifth Leg, who tweeted, Have you become sock snobs as you've gotten older? So whether it's the gold toe socks or maybe you've got some different socks you wear when you're doing certain activities. Yeah. And I will say I have become a sock snob. Me too. I do have different socks for different applications. I'm in a club. Oh, you're in the sock sock club. club. Step further than look at you. Yes, that's that's great. We're clubbed up. I wear the same socks for everything. Same, huh? I get them at Costco. Quarter length. They're the ankle, ankle, ankle height, Mm. ankle height. Yeah, yeah. That's a that's a it's a puma puma sock. A puma sock. We have the same. We have the same socks because I got a pack of puma socks from Costco and I liked them so much. I went back and bought another pair and now I have like a bunch of those ankle socks. But that's for like. That's for my everyday, and <laughs> and if I'm doing like some walking or running sure. in the in the in the athletic sneakers, I do that. Basketball, I have to have like the quarter length, like you're talking about, Timmy, up, up above the ankle. Well, you see a lot of people now for basketball players, they are just going with the old fashioned NBA logo high socks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that right. seems to be the new thing. You're not doing that, not all the way up there yet. My, I still got some beefy calves, so they they don't beefy. quite fit the uh, all the way up socks. But yeah. yeah. Well, the the wife put me into the sock club, and I have to say I enjoy it because you don't know what kind of – and this is a – you know what I'm talking about, a graphic dress sock. You know, it's that yeah, it's that right, length. Graphic. Right. Like, no, I know what you mean. It's got a print on it. It's got different images or prints on the socks. <laughs> yes. Erotic oh, socks. Oh, man, this, it's just this all, sock yeah. has the C word printed on it. <laughs> well, that is graphic. It's just all different positions. Every month you don't know what you're going to get. No, you know what I mean. It's just like it might be a like a Halloween themed sock came in the mail this I past see. year. That mm-hmm. type of thing. Graphics Ghosts printed on the sock. Print print socks. All right, who yeah. was that? Oh, that was uh, Muggsy's. Which one was it? Muggsy's fifth leg. Muggsy's fifth leg gets a fifty dollar gift card from Romeo's Pizza. This is quite the unexpected surprise. Oh. oh, my. What the hell is going on in the motherland? The queen is here, everybody. Um, welcome in, your highness. I've been dead for five beyond. minutes and England can't get along without me. Can you uh, maybe explain what's going on in England? Because for those who don't know, Liz Truss became the prime minister of England 44 days hence. I was on the throne for over 70 years. This broad can't even last two months. Well, I believe you were one of the last people 
that, or she was one of the last people to see you yes, in the flesh. She, she killed me. How'd that work out? Right, because she saw you. She she kissed the ring. Two days later, you died. She so clearly, po- she poisoned. She me. gave you the kiss of death. Clearly, are you still mad about that? Did you sabotage her from the grave? I didn't. I'm just looking on. I'm an onlooker. Oh, I see. Okay. I see all that I know all. So what did she do wrong? She just bad with. She just had no ideas. She was she was just not good at her job. She tanked the the pound. I heard she did all kinds of bad. Oh, she right? took a pounding. If you know what I, I mean, Debo. I see. Okay. They're gonna bring back Boris. Do you think your son could just swing in there and take over both arms of government for right now until no, they get it sorted out? No, my son doesn't have very good judgment. One need not look farther than his whore wife, Camilla. <laughs> King Charles the Third, of course, is who we're speaking of. Don't call him Prince, right? No, he's, he's not the prince. He's of the course, king. He's the king, right? Just like when Prince changed his name to a symbol. There's only one true king, though, T-Bone. Who's that? King James. How about the NBA season? I'm a big fan. <laughs> you watch big the NBA? Oh yes. What did you think of Paolo Boncaro's debut Jong-il last night? Kim Jong Il are up here watching NBA games. You and Kim Jong Il? I was surprised to see him too when I got here. I'll wow. tell you what. In heaven. I can't. T- that's that's wow. confidential information. Oh, I can't so maybe, tell you where we are. You did say up here. Maybe your well, sense of there's direction. There's a lot of things up here. But maybe um, your sense of direction is skewed. Did you enjoy any NBA last night? Did you watch I any? I loved it. Good. I um, was a little disappointed. The Cavs lost in Toronto. Yeah, that was frustrating. Injury to one of their best players doesn't help, right? That's yes. that's a that's a frustrating issue. When is Kevin Love going to join us in the afterlife? <laughs> he's he's still healthy and playing right now. He's still there. You uh, you ever been poked in the eye in a severe way? Oh yes. You but have. Normally, been. I asked for it. I didn't. Oh. There's a safety word that me and the Duke would use. That was a thing for you, getting your eyes gouged. Oh, absolutely. Okay. We Did learned it- that from American sportscaster Marv Albert. <laughs> he would watch the Three Stooges gouge our eyes, and we would moan with ecstasy. I see. You've made the Three Stooges dirty, Queen. Oh, I'm they afraid. Were very erotic for I'm us. Afraid. I'm the, afraid. Duke, the Duke would put on a wig and look like Mo. <laughs> All right. Well, glad you stopped by. All Anything right, else bye you want to leave us with? Okay. No, no. Bye bye. Damn, I was just going to ask her what she thinks about Russell Westbrook coming off the bench He's for the Lakers. Now. I know now. it's too bad. I I didn't squeeze that one in. Sadly. What are you going to do? Yeah. He was actually pretty good on opening night. Okay. All right. Bye-bye. Can't shoot from outside. He was 7 of 12 from the field. Kevin Durant says, why are you being Kevin so Kevin Durant owns a pickleball team. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> By the way, did someone, I just need to know, whoever runs the website for ESPN.com, are you like the biggest pickleball fan in the world? Because every other day, when like, I'm quite sure lots of stars and celebrities have invested in dumb ideas all the time. Bone, pickleball is the fastest no, growing man. sport in the history of the universe. Whenever an NBA player invests in pickleball, it's like front page on ESPN. They're like, pickleball, Kevin Durant has bought in. It's like, great. I'm sure he's bought into lots of things because he has a diverse portfolio of investments. I did see a video of him playing pickleball. Mm-hmm. Let's not ever make him play, but he's too tall for this game. Pickleball's made for people who can't do things. It's it's for unathletic people to do athletic things. That's why pickleball exists. Kevin Durant is six foot eleven, and he plays in the NBA. 
He's been, it looked like he was playing with preschoolers. He's bent over trying to like, like play mini golf. Well, don't make him do that. They don't make the stuff for him. He's too tall. That's stupid. I like pickleball. Why do you like pickleball? What about it? I don't know. I've never actually seen it. I have no You've idea. You've never what it seen is. it? No. Well, I guarantee I have no you, idea what you'd it is. know if you heard it because it just. What is it? It's like I, tennis. Yes, but they play with a ball that's harder than a tennis ball. They play with little like bigger paddles, like ping pong paddles. They play on tennis courts, but smaller versions of tennis courts. They all stand really close to the net in an area that I'm told is called the kitchen. Oh, the kitchen. Yeah, you get close to the net. That's the kitchen. That's because it gets real hot in there because it's just like pop, pop, <laughs> pop. It's coming off. It's like popcorn going through there. Right. Got to be careful. But anyway, whatever. Pickleball. It's the fastest growing sport in the world. Nobody cares. Good luck. Apparently, NBA players care. Sunken money into it. You know it. what? I love it. I love to find out where Kevin Durant would stand about my issues when I'm playing basketball, and then the pickleballers want to come take over the court. How do you feel about that, Kevin Durant? What pays the bills, huh? Is it pickleball? No, it's basketball. I would hope you'd be on my side. He's a man of the future. Common Man and T-Bone. Catch the live experience weekdays from 3 to 6 and listen on demand at 971thefan.com. The Fan, Ohio's sports destination. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.